We weigh more than a team. We family. We share everything and everyone. Nothing that's mine ain't yours, and it works the other way too. Welcome back, welcome back to another one of my recaps. Definitely make sure you hit the subscribe button, turn on your post notifications so that you don't miss any of my videos. We are back to um, doing our Raising Canaan. I'm also thinking about doing BMF. Let me know if you guys are interested, then I will start next week. So let's start off by talking about this scene right here where Canaan, I really thought that this dude hit him again. Like, Last week when I saw this, it did look like he hit him. But then all of a sudden when I looked today, it looked like he only hit him once. So he's still alive, which was crazy. I know he thought he had finished the job. But sadly enough, it looks like he actually failed. So I know if this dude lives, Rock really isn't going to be too happy about that. So now let's talk about Lulu. Lulu was in the hospital. You already know he almost got burned. Like this dude looked like he's at death's door, like just knocking. And he dead took the IV out of his arm so that he can go by Rock's house because he seen all the commotion that was going down. Plus his girlfriend, she ended up telling him like, you know, Jessica, she ended up telling him that things was crazy right now in the streets and that what's his name got shot that Howard got shot so now we have this scene with Marvin he they pretty much set up unique they let Kanan you know the blood from Howard is now on on his jacket so of course everything they just made the whole story they corroborated the whole story so now they put this in the dude's um, closet and boom so they pretty much framed him which was messed up but you know it's a dirty game at the end of the day but ain't nothing like having your mama take care of you right after you done did her dirty work and <laughs> you know ain't nothing like a mother's love nah but to be honest like she really disappointed me because I really felt at first like she was the type of mother that was really down for her son that would do anything for him but I feel like she's getting so caught up these days in power and in respect and in keeping her secret because obviously she knew Howard was about to reveal the fact that he was her baby daddy, <laughs> you know, that he was Kanan's father. So she wanted to make sure that that was taken care of at all costs. But it's crazy that you l literally made him kill his own father and he now he can't even... He's not even able to know. She kind of, you know, and I feel like some parents are messed up with that because... Like, how you denied both of them the right to be able to bond with each other. Like, they might have been able to have a really good relationship. Who knows? I mean, at this point, we see Howard's just trying to use him to get that bone marrow transplant. But if it wasn't for that, he might have been able to bond. Like, this dude literally has, like, nobody that really cares about him. And Kanan, you know, he didn't really have that father. He had father figures, but he never really had that father. And she kind of denied him that right to be able to have that but she definitely was on her cleanup crew she made sure that she was able to get Kanan a little spot to stay it kind of reminded me of solitary confinement I was like she getting him ready for jail in this little room because that thing it looked like it was dirty you see that little dirty mop in the corner but she did have um jukebox later on come through 
Um, I knew that her helping out the owner of this um, this grocery store, this bodega, I mean, it was going to come back to kind of haunt the bodega lady because now she's indebted to her. So anything she wants, she kind of has to help her out, you know? That's the thing about helping people out sometimes. And I know Kanan right now, he was still pretty innocent, but it's like now he's starting to become a killer. Like, now this is the moment where he's starting to change because he's getting kills under his belt. Now he's becoming kind of heartless. And I don't know what's going to happen if he actually finds out, you know, that Howard was, in fact, his father and his mother kind of set him up to do what he did knowing well you know knowing that that was the situation so i don't know we'll see how that goes i wonder if he gonna end up killing her that would be a crazy plot twist because he killed his father his mother i mean his cousin and he killed his son in the future so this guy he's going to be taking over howard's place and i feel like he's going to definitely give them a run for their money so he might be worse than what Rock dealt with because they had Howard on their team before. So, <laughs> um, when they was, you know, going through jukebox stuff and they found the money and they found the clothes, little did they know that that was stuff that she was actually bringing for Kanan. Um, but I mean, she's, you know, the, the, the cops, she already knew a lot about her. So it wasn't really too much of a surprise for her to see, her if she was going to be wearing um you know cop clothes or whatever but this guy he just like trying to go through her her stuff and trying to go through her letter like what was that gonna show you it looks like you know something from somebody else so i was happy that um what's her name shannon i was happy that she actually stood up for her this lady is ruthless though <laughs> um you know she's definitely on the wrong side of justice when it comes to being Howard's partner. But, you know, they pressed this lady from the bodega. And, of course, she gave up information that Unique was the person that did everything. Because, like I said, it, she's indebted to Raquel right now because Raquel saved her life, you know. So now she has to wash the money through there and do everything else and hold captives there as well. So now we have Marvin... He was supposed to be coming to get to get Kanan to take him to a whole nother state, you know, give him this this getaway, this perfect getaway. But he got caught up, you know, and he got warrants out for his arrest for I think it was for narcotics or some something there. So, yeah, they ended up running his his stuff and boom, you know, of course, you're going to be suspect number one. And on top of that. Um, they had that chick, which, um, you know, she was pretty much snitching on him for a minute. So, yeah, he should have been a little more careful. So, yeah, this lady, like I said, she got to be careful because if she get caught out there, if they say that she said it, then I'm pretty sure even though she got saved by Raquel before, they ain't going to save her now if Unique finds out that she did what she did. So, yeah, they pretty much busted in the hotel room where he had his son and shoved him to the ground and took him away. And, of course, they had the evidence, which was the jacket. And he had it in his hand because he saw what happened. He knew instantly that it was a setup. So, yeah, this is the chick that I was talking about that, <laughs> you know, Tony, she's, 
she pretty much set the dude up so he already had the warrant out so it messed him up but you know Raquel always has plans she always tries to make sure she got it so of course when all else fails call the person that you keep on playing all the time because you know they're a good person and you know they'll come through because you're a narcissist so she ends up calling uh what's his name she ends up calling symphony so that he can take her son. I wonder if she told him what was happening. Or if he's just, you know, on the strength. Like, just doing a favor. I think with him, she was more so scared that he would pull her out of the life and make her want more. And she don't really know how to change. She don't really see what's next. Kind of like, you know, how everything was going down with Angela and Ghost back in, you know, Power Book 1. Or Power, I should say. So now this dude came talking about he's going to be out of the game. He don't want to in the game no more. And she pretty much told him, like, everything that you got is mine and everything that I have is yours. So even, like, your little recording studio, that's mine as well. He's like, it's a record label. She's like, it doesn't matter. It came from Dirty Money. Dirty Money touched it. We all in business. So that's mine as well. So... I mean, his head is on straight, Lulu, um, Lulu's head's on straight right now. Like, he's really trying to make moves and do something legit. But I'm like, dude, just be out. That's all you got to do, <laughs> you know? Like, he's acting like she's holding him down. Like, be careful because she might try to shoot you. I was, I was thinking she might have tried to do it at that moment. Here, Jessica, she's telling him to, you know, just be out the game. But I don't know. I don't know about her vibe because I feel like she's somewhat of a gold digger. I feel like... If he has nothing, she wouldn't want to be with him. So I can't really, I would, if I was him, I wouldn't really trust her too much. She seems good to a certain extent. But then she also seems like she'll be the type to be like deuces. Because look at how she was flirting with the, with the guy from the, um, from the record label. Like, nah, she can't be trusted. And I mean, that's pretty much how that episode went. So we'll see what happens. But, um... What's his name? Kanan, he's on his way to, I seen this last song said Maryland, so I don't know if he was just going to Maryland or if he was going somewhere else, but we'll see what happens, y'all. Definitely, once again, subscribe, turn on your post notification, notification gang gang. I will see all you on the next one. Laters.